Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with your host, Reba Hobbs, a podcast motivated to help survivors of trauma to heal and focus on their full potential. Welcome back to another episode of the Breakthrough Podcast. Of course, you know, I am your host, Reba, and I am coming to you today on Father's Day. Yay! wish I had clapping hands in the background, but whatever. Happy Father's Day to the fathers out there. Now, this is a special episode because I am recording on Father's Day, but it is what it is. I am transitioning, guys. So if you listen to the last podcast, it was the last episode of um, my co-host, Capricia. That's my um, co-worker too. She's going to be fruitfully my co-host in the future. Um, I think I double said that, but whatever. She's going to be my co-host in the future on a couple of episodes. I'm recording today because I had something on my heart to just say. And that's the great thing about podcasting. Once you start podcasting and you really love doing it, it's like it doesn't matter what time, what day, whenever you do it, you just do it. So, I wanted to come on here and talk to my listeners. First of all, you haven't heard from me in like two weeks, so I'm sorry for not releasing the episodes. Yes, the episodes were back released every week. We'll be back releasing every week. Also, with that being said, because I am having a co-host, we'll be in our studio. Right now, I am at home, but we'll be in our studio um, that we have with the Boys and Girls Club. So... We'll be recording there. Um, Also, I hope you guys love the new um, editing and music. And and if you haven't done the new podcast, um, Dating in 2023 was the last podcast. Thank you guys for the new listeners. That episode got my listenership up a lot. So thank you for the new listeners. Of course, this thank you for the Boys and Girls Club, my co-workers and all the people that is involved in making that podcast work because it was other hands involved this time. So it was great. I pretty much had a team. Um, thank you, Fabricia, personally, for being on the podcast and wanted to do this for the future. I mean, I think, guys, she is great. All the other co-hosts and interviews I had, they were good, but I think she has something special that our chemistry just connects so I think I'm going to run with this for a little while and see how it works out so I'm a little excited about that um so if the sound clarity is different from today it shouldn't be but if it's different from today from last week sometimes it's going to be up and down until I get my home studio you guys already know I'm still transitioning so that's one transition and then the new edits and the new music and everything else so I hope you guys like it I got my intro back on there so we're doing some new things over here at the breakthrough podcast okay you breakthrough us coming through for listening sharing liking subscribing keep doing it I don't know where God has this to go but hopefully it expands in the next year and if not, it's fine. I'll still keep doing it to God tell me not to. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for the people that's on here. Thank you guys for the people that help me behind the scenes and do so much. Of course, you guys know um, I had let my assistant go like three months ago. So I've been doing this by myself uh, because of financial reasons. And so 
to have the help and the support and still do it it's 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 amazing um anything that you do and you do for the lord rather it's a podcast or you're in ministry in the church a lot of people think that because god told you to do it that it might be easy and it's not (laughs) it's a step of faith and it's a walk and it's a journey and also with my coaching business and my classes that I teach from my church, that's expanding. Um, my classes will be started back up this week. So thank you to my listeners and my students that listen. Classes will be started back up this week, Wednesday at 6.30. So I have a lot of new students. So I'm, I'm excited, over excited to um, join that endeavor of my class and getting this new season started off with my class or whatever and seeing where it goes so with that being said we're just gonna get right into the episode thank you guys for i was being here and i can't thank you enough today is father's day so i want to give a special shout out to all the fathers um fathers that take care of the kids fathers that uh, support the mothers because this is not an easy job and a lot of times us as mothers we don't want to be honest if they are coming get their children weekends or whatever day and just give you a break just be appreciative of the little that they do now i have a support system with my son's father it's a strong support system where we're where um we always been like this my son is 15 my my support system with my ex-husband it's not a little it's strong because it's just me and him trying to do it so we're making it work putting it put it like that that i have people in my corner my best friend he always comes through in a clutch for me um and i have a lot of other people that you know my sister shout out to my sister indiana because this week uh me and my ex-husband both had a situation where we both had to work and we was like oh my god what where i go go so um my sister came through like like nothing so thank you to my baby sister she's nine years younger than me but that's my baby sister um but that's my sister still uh she always come through for her niece and so i just love that um I don't have a big support in here in Kenosha. I have friends, but I don't have a big support. But I'm starting to create it, and I'm starting to grow from it because God has placed me in a place where I'm growing and flourishing uh, spiritually, mentally, and financially. But the more I pray, and one of my prayers this year was, God, I want more friendships that's going to grow. And I think I talked about this on another podcast. I want more friendships that are going to grow in the Lord spiritually. And that doesn't mean that they have to be like, oh, hold it in down and everything goes. But I need iron sharp and iron relationships. I need more of, I'm not just the only one pouring into people. As you guys knew, I talked about me being burnt out in certain relationships and friendships. So I want the iron sharp and iron kind of relationships where we both, we all reading the word that we can talk spiritually when we calling each other it's not about um what was me or if we have a problem we we all creating solutions that's one of my presents i'm speaking that out because again 
we're not going to forget the word of the year. It's manifestation and blessings. That has not stopped. It is June. My word of the year for this podcast is manifestation and blessings. So we are manifesting and we are walking into the blessings and the calling that God has for us. So guys, don't forget that. But with that being said, we're going to manifest things. And so I, as me seeing things are manifesting in my life that I'm praying for, Cabricia, the co-host that I'm talking about, uh, that wasn't just something that happenstance. The, the episode was a happenstance. Like she said, let's record the podcast. Never done it before. I love her energy. She's a young lady that's on fire for the Lord. Um, I love that she just gets out there. She's not scared to do nothing. She don't know it. She'll say she don't know it, but she don't have a problem with her drive with learning something new. That was her first time recording a podcast. And she did exceptional. She didn't even know what to expect. Okay. So that was just blindsided. So in that, that was just amazing to me. I love it. I love it. And it, it was, it showed me one of my prayers after that podcast, we sat down and we talked about the Lord and we talked about things on our personal lives and how God has transitioned us and how God has transformed us in our history and our past and our future. And it was just like, it made me realize like, okay, this is, could be someone flourishing relationships that God has placed in my life. And I even told her that, you know, we got to recognize when God is sitting in certain people in our lives and when we had that conversation in the podcast about friendships of seasons, reasons, lifetimes, um, and I, I talked to you guys about, and I dug deep about what reasons you are evolving with your friendships and why you still have them around and who God sends and everything else. Well, the same way that I talked to you guys about that, I am still in that time frame and that learning frame. Because we got to recognize when God sent people in our lives. And we got to recognize also when he answering our prayers. I seen this post about a couple weeks ago. That said, everything you prayed for five to ten years ago, you're standing there right now. And I thought about it like, that is very true. And not just you standing in, but you probably got the job you wanted. And then you probably complaining right now. Um... You got the house you wanted, the place you wanted to live. I remember personally for me, we moved to this place in less than 30 days. We had 30 days to make a decision at the time for my ex-husband to transition and do a transfer from his old job to here. Now, if you know where I live, it's like almost two hours away from where we originally lived. And I literally found this apartment. I found this place. One line within 30 days had to get everything approved, and it was not easy. I went through a whole little protocol. We had to get everything approved going back and forth, back and forth. Once we found out that he had the job transition, and they told him he only had such such amount of days to start, it was 30 days. It was like under 30 days. I think it was like 28. We like, whoa. We literally had to pack up our whole apartment, find movers, move, and find a place with their dirty days. Well, you know your girl. She came through. But I think that was God coming through because I remember at that time I told him this is something we got to pray about and we can't. Um, we didn't tell our family members and friends. 
in the beginning because we didn't want nobody to deter us from the decision that we made. And we made this decision to get away from the environment we was at. And then I just wanted to grow. I felt like uh, at that time, everywhere I was at, out there, it was a closed box. Nobody there wanted to really grow. Everybody wanted to just be stuck in what they was doing. Everybody looked like zombies. There was no life. And I was just like, I got to get away from that. And literally, it's going on five years now. We've been here. I've been here. Um, and God has blessed us. So that's a testimony in itself. So I want you guys to remember everything that you pray for and every decision that you make or making and then you consider the Lord first. He gives it to you. So sometimes when we pray for stuff, we got to realize that he's answering our prayers and not pushing people away. Sometimes he's putting people in our lives to help us grow. It ain't just about them. I'm at a state in my life right now that because I'm healing and I'm still on this healing journey and I told you guys about my battling depression and everything else. Because I'm coming out of that and in July 1st will be a new season for me of where I'm starting fresh on a lot of new things, even with this podcast. Um, because I'm coming out of it, I really feel like God is transitioning me to have the people that I need in my life just as well. Not just me pouring into other people, but people pouring into me. I'm a part of a compassion ministry at my church where they're helping. We help homeless people. We help the community. We help. We do a lot of stuff for the community. But just being a part of this group in itself, we had a meeting yesterday, and it helped. And I love just being a part of this, this group. It's a lot of older women, but it's just the whole point of the service and what we're doing. And I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much so. So back to what I was saying. All that to be said, you just got to be grateful for what you have. It's Father's Day, and I wanted to talk about this on Father's Day because sometimes we don't give our men, especially our black men, enough recognition and being grateful for, yeah, we had them with the children with them. We not may not be in a relationship with them. As you know, I'm not in a relationship with neither one of my, uh, my children's fathers, but I am forming relationships, have a great relationship with both of them now. And that came with a lot of forgiveness. That came with a lot of moving on. That came with a lot of God, okay? But I'm not going to say it was easy. But I actually do have a great relationship with both of them right now. And so I honestly could say that they are my support system because those times when I'm like, I can't, you know, even my son's father, when he has to work or he's in school right now and he can't get him at a certain time and Okay, we'll push it back to this weekend. You sure? You know what I'm saying? He couldn't get on one weekend because of this, because of certain things that was going on. And being understanding, then that's cool. Okay. And me being understanding or him being understanding, okay, I need to, you to get him a little bit earlier because I'm going out of town. And that communication. We got to be supportive of what we do have because all fathers are not bad fathers. Um... No, I can't say that they was perfect fathers in the beginning. They were not. I was not a perfect mother and still not a perfect mother. Um, but I do understand and the support that if I did not have that support, sometimes when I'm on here talking to you guys over the weekend and I have this time to record, it's because they're going with their fathers and I can have that peace and that sanity to get my house together, to clean, to just relax, to record, to have this time to even record. So... 
I want us to stop not being grateful for what we already got. And that's because it's not what we look like, what it looks like. And for the fathers that are in our lives, even if you had a father that wasn't the best growing up and he's still around, it's still a father. God placed him as your father for a reason. And that's for something for you to figure out. Um, you guys personally, another story, you know, my story. Okay. My biological father, I don't know where he at. I don't know if he's dead. I don't know he's alive. Okay. My biological father, as you know, denied me from birth. I always tell this story because I have to reiterate it of where I'm at right now and why I am the way I am. And so I knew of him. I seen him a couple of times. I think the last time I seen him, I was 18. He came on my 18th birthday. His date, his birthday is a day after mine. Okay. That's my biological father. That's the person I know as my biological father. But my father, as you guys already know, I have named. His name was Henry Sonny Jackson. Sonny was his nickname. That's the father that raised me all the way up until help me help my mom raise me I'll just put it like that he wasn't in our home but he was my father um and he was a father to me and that's pretty much I don't call him stepfather because that was that was the dad I know he pretty much when he died at 13 that was a transition in my life where I had to understand I had to and my mom understood I had uncles I had my big brother step up my big brother is like a, a father slash big mentor to me, my oldest brother. Um, because my big brother is Lloyd. That's like my best friend. But my oldest brother was like a father to me when Sonny died. Then I had other people in church when I grew up in church. Um, Deacon Robert, he was always a father to me. I had, I, I can't say I didn't have father figures growing up. I did. My uncle Geronimo always been a father figure to me, um, regardless of our relationship and everything else as we grew up and everything. Be appreciative and grateful for what you did have, because you never know what God sent. I can honestly say, probably because of these men that surrounded myself with. Of course, now you know my spiritual father, that Joe Murphy. That's my, that's my road dog. That's my homie. That's my heart. He actually. And you know I talk about Pastor Reynolds. That was my pastor of my last church, and that was my father. Everybody knew about Pastor Reynolds, but it seemed like the transition, Jerry Murphy took over, and that is my man. If God, when God take him home, and if it's before me, y'all gonna have another other. <laughs> Them two men have transformed my life in so many ways that. I can honestly say I'm grateful for them. These are men that have their own kids, that have their own daughters, and they never, and I say never to this day, treated me any differently than what I was. So I say be grateful for the fathers that you have. If you don't have a father, you have a father figure, you have somebody you admire. Yes, I'm not talking about the stepfathers or the fathers that have abused you, molested you, that's absentee. I'm not talking about that. And even in that, I'm going to say this little snippet of this. You got to forgive them. You don't have to have a relationship with them. Rather, they live in a dead. You have to forgive them. 
because God forgive us every day for all the stupid stuff we do. He that's what he died on the cross for, okay? Jesus died on the cross for our, our sins. So you gotta forgive him. And I promise you, tell you forgiveness is one for you. I say this on all the episodes, on every episode. I even have a forgiveness podcast episode. It's more for you than that person. You gotta forgive them. I feel like this generation and this um this generation we cultivating into a whole nother thing of our fathers that the masculinity is getting taken from our young men to our men. Um, it has nothing to do with sexism. It has nothing to do with your sexual orientation. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just fathers, period. Okay. Um, fathers seem like they have a less say so in the households. Um, especially I'm learning, I learned a lot of stuff by me going through this divorce. Um, I stopped a lot of stuff from my just doing a lot of stuff towards my ex-husband because I felt like it wasn't right. You know, um, being a father that's trying and if being a man that's trying to take care of his daughter and help me take care of his daughter, I stopped a lot of stuff. This system is not really for them. Okay. That's a whole nother story and a whole nother episode. I'm not going to even go straight into that. But I say it's because men have, especially our black men, have the hardest time on being viewed in a positive way, being viewed as the father figures being viewed as the man of God being viewed as the man of the household being viewed as a man that's holding down his own and and trying to take care of himself rather he's single he married this they got more stipulations and more um negativity against them the every day that we live I'm raising a young man that's going to be a man and a father one day okay and so I teach him that the way he go out into this world and presents himself is how people are going to view him. And of course, I'm going to teach my daughter the same thing, but I teach my son a little bit harder because I know that the stipulation on him being first black, him being a man, he got two things against him already, okay? That they already going to think negative about him before they think positive. And sometimes it be so... You think about it like when somebody talk about your child or your children. When I, I get a lot of accolades from my son. My son is a 15-year-old boy that is very respectful, very mannerable, very quiet, doesn't disrespect anybody, says hi, talks. You want when you when he gets to know you, very fun. A lot of people get surprised about him being a teenager and how young he is and how wise he is at his age. They get really surprised because they like Oh, he not in the streets. They already have this prejudgment that he's supposed to be a bad team in the streets. Disrespectful. You know, because, dude, let's be real. It starts at home. I tell people this all the time. It starts at home with these parents. And that's a whole nother podcast, too. But it starts at home with you, how you raise them. And it starts at home with the fathers. It does. Do the kid have a father? Okay, so even if they didn't have a father, because I didn't have a father in the household, technically. Um, or did they have father figures? Are they listening? How's their moms? How's their moms and father's relationships? One thing I know I made certain, and me and Big Corey, my son's father, made certain, that CJ would not be raised in toxicity just because we had a toxic relationship in the past when we were younger. And I've been knowing this man for 17 years, Okay. So, and we stuck to that. So I think 
And I, I feel that that has to do with why CJ is the way he is. Because he had his mother and father in two separate households. He always known we wasn't together. But he had his mother and father in two separate households raising him the exact same way. In the right way. Disciplining him. If you talk to CJ, he got two militant parents. He don't have a good cop, bad cop. We both be in his butt, okay? But that attributes to who he is as a young man at 15 years old. The same way that's going to apply for my daughter. Me and um, Thomas, we raised Naraya in the exact same way. She's only five. We're getting to the point where we raise her in the exact same way, whether it's two different households now or not. No. One accord, we're going to do what we got to do because we're not going It starts at home how your children act. It starts at home getting these fathers involved in their lives. Yes, like I said, nobody's perfect. They are not the perfect father. Are they there for everything? No. Are they there for every activity? No. Right about to start gymnastics. I'm sure her dad is not going to be able to be there. CJ's in band all the time. He's in extracurricular activities all the time. His dad is not always there, but he's involved. And yes, are they? Do they have the perfect relationships with him? No. With them? No. To be honest, no, they don't. But. The parts that they do play plays a big part. Okay? It plays a big part. I also, like I said, I have a support system around them of father figures. My dad, William. I'm calling out these names because one day I might be dead and gone. God don't you don't know when you're gonna be you know, tomorrow's not promised to nobody. I'm calling out these names because these are the people that you need to be grateful and congratulating for to be a part of your life, regardless of who they are, what they're doing, what they're not doing. Fathers get the less respect out of a mother's. Even on Father's Day, we already know. We do the less. Let's do a barbecue. Let's do something. We don't go out above and beyond for the fathers or whatever, but we go above and beyond. They make it a big old thing for mothers. That's just going to be forever. I don't know if that's going to ever change. By the way, happy Juneteenth tomorrow. So, and Father's, and of course, you know, Juneteenth falls um right after Father's Day. So, or it's always June 19th. Always happen right after Father's Day. So, or it could happen on Father's Day. They get the less respect out of everyone. So, let's just remember to be grateful for the men that we have in our lives where they're, they're good fathers, the best fathers, they want, they be fathers that we want them to be. Nah, you just gotta be grateful for what you got. Because they might be a father that, if they're not doing the best that they could, it's because they just don't know. Well, they didn't have a father that, that, that did the best he could. You never know what the, the issue is. So, it could be learned behavior. It could be history. Most of the time, it is learned behavior and history. It's genetics. Um... It could be maybe he was molested as a child. Maybe he's withdrawn. Um, maybe he was abused as a child. Maybe he didn't have his father. If he did have his father, his father was abusive. Maybe if he had his father, his father worked all the time. They really didn't have a relationship. It could be any factor. Let's just celebrate these fathers today and continuously, even if it's not Father's Day. And let's always remember that fathers are important and they matter just as much as women do and the mothers do. I love y'all. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. I will see you guys back next week with Capricia. Cabricia. That's her name. Cabricia. <laughs> and I love you for listening. And thank you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Breakthrough Podcast. Bye.